what's going on, Brotozoa? It's your boy, Jerry, the TR expert Washington, and I'm here in the basement of General Fitness Company Studios recording episode number 40. Number 40. <laughs> we are almost at that half century mark, and today we're going to be talking about cadence. I want two, three. I want two, three. Up. Oh. <laughs> That's our boot camp cadence, but there's also a cadence for your workouts. And today, we're going to be talking about how your cadence in your workouts can make or break your workouts. Well, they don't actually make or break your workouts, but I guarantee you, if you listen to what I'm talking about today in today's episode about cadence and tempo, you will find that your exercise routine will be that much more efficient and effective. And of course, later on, we're going to be talking about how your cadence can translate into your real world life lessons and make your uh, life outside of the gym just a little bit better. Anyways, let's go ahead and get started. But before we get started, before we get started, I would greatly appreciate it. I would love you from the bottom of my heart if you could leave a rating or review on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this content right now. Whether you're on Google Pod, it's Google Pod now, not Google Play, whether you're, whether you're on Google Pod or you're actually listening to this on Anchor, or one of the other, uh, there's like nine platforms we're on now. Can you believe that? Nine platforms. We started off in four. We're growing, but we can't grow too much more if we don't have your help. So if you could leave that input, leave a little feedback or leave a little review on our uh, page, wherever you're consuming this, that would be phenomenal. I don't care if it's one star or five stars or if it just says Jerry's the best or if it says Jerry's the worst. Actually, I do care if it says Jerry's the best or Jerry's the worst because I would really appreciate some constructive criticism. So if you're going to like actually take the time to write something, like write something constructive. <laughs> you know, just like, you know, just, yeah. Anyways, that's what I need from you so we can make this fire of a podcast grow to be a bonfire <laughs> or something similar to that. Uh, enough of me asking you for stuff. This is me now giving you some stuff. Today we're going to be talking about that cadence, so uh, without further ado, let's get into it. Episode number 40, moving to the beat. <laughs> Lego! All right, so we are in episode number 40, talking about your cadence and your workout. So yeah, um, I talked a little bit about this. I kind of briefly touched on this a little, maybe, if, well, maybe actually about two weeks ago now. But uh, I was talking about breathing. Um, uh, breathing kind of went along with the cadence, but today we're actually going to be talking specifically about the cadence and how it can help you out with your workout routine. So um, HIT is a type of workout routine. So, uh, what is the other type of workout? Uh, LIST. Uh, there's HIT and there's LIST. And HIT is a faster, high intensity workout routine. LIST is a uh, low impact, slow steady state, or steady state, slow state, however you want to call it, uh, type of workout. And those are two different type of tempo workouts. Um, another type of workout is a um, isometrics. You can use those. Is that, That's like a non-motion whatsoever. You're kind of just hanging out there holding poses. A lot of that's in yoga. But there's a lot of cadences that you can add to your workout routine, and not one of them is better than the other. So I want to just start off with that. Uh, a lot of people are like, oh, I'm only do this because it's the best. You know what? 
at the end of the day, if you can move your body in various ways, at various tempos, various times, in various areas, uh, you are winning. Yeah. So if you're only like, you know, on, uh, contrary to what Bruce Lee said, like, you know, I'd rather, his thing was, uh, I'd rather fight a man that practiced a thousand kicks once over a man that practiced the same kick a thousand times. So like, that is good. You want to master something that is very good. Like, yeah, Bruce Lee would definitely, either way, Bruce Lee's kicking our butt. Well, he's not kicking our butt now, but back in the day, a live Bruce Lee would have kicked our butts, right? So um, <laughs> it wouldn't have mattered if we practiced a thousand kicks or one kick, you know? But um, honestly, though, if you're trying to get stronger, like, uh, it's good to practice some things, like, over and over again. But, like, it's also good to, like, have your body moving around different ways and different time frames and um, just kind of the ver variety of movement. Because, as they say, variety is the spice of life, right? So, like, having a variety of movement, it actually is more beneficial for your workouts. So, if you're, like, um, going fast, uh, your like, a fast, faster cadence is obviously, like, uh, with the high intensity, it's going to be stuff that's going to be more, like, jumping type stuff. You know, that's, you can't, you can't jump slow. So, like, that is a faster cadence workout. And what that's going to work out is, like, your cardiovascular is going to help you burn fat and calories and stuff like that. But it also helps you actually move fast. You know, like if you practice fast, you move fast, and that's a good thing. You want to do those type of exercises and this type of routines with like lighter, more manageable weight. Obviously, you don't want to be moving fast through heavy weights, meaning that like say if you're trying to do something that you most likely can only lift like five to ten times comfortably, you don't want to be doing that high intensity. You, I see people all the time with weights that are too heavy for them. They're doing like these half reps at like... 120 miles an hour. It's ridiculous. You're not doing yourself any service <laughs> by doing that type of exercising. Oh my God, who taught these people? <laughs> and the flip side, um, slow steady state, that's also good. Yeah, that's good like if you're doing some running, you know, low, slow cardio. Um, I guess could, uh, maybe slow steady state could also be kind of considered. That can be along the lines of like weight training. Probably not really. That's more, I guess, weight training is weight training. But like slow, steady state, uh, cardio, which is like walking, running, like slow running, obviously, not like sprinting. But um, stuff like that, you know, that's good for just like recovery type stuff. I would say like in your workout routine, like it's good for recovery if you've already been working out. Now, if you're just getting into working out, slow, that go and get in there. Get in that long interval, slow state training or steady state training. Because um, you know, that's the only way you're going get, to get, get your body going. you got to build up your cardiovascular first. And that's the best way to do it is by telling your body that we're going to do some long intervals of training. We're going to go from zero to nothing. I mean, so you're going to go from zero to uh, you know, doing something. And um, what you're doing, because like, why you want to do like long interval, slow, steady state, right, as opposed to like high interval, like high intensity, excuse me, is because like you can if you're if you haven't been moving around for like the past three to six months and then you just all of a sudden jump into your workout routine that's like jump like literally jumping around um you're gonna find yourself at a high risk for injury you know like if you're doing high intensity stuff you're jumping around moving your body your body hasn't been moving for a while you got joints and ligaments that are just like whoa what are you doing bruh <laughs> what are you doing, broham? <laughs> and um, you'll probably pull a muscle, tear a ligament, or something worse, break a bone. So um, your best bet, like if you're just starting off, or you're, you're doing like a recovery day in between your 
high intensity or weight training or whatever you're doing on the outside, that's going to be a good move for you. That long interval training is going to be that, that move for you. Uh, so yeah, so you got the long interval. We talked about the long interval, steady state. We talked about the hit. Um, let's talk about the isometrics. Isometrics, you know, those are good for yoga, like we just said a little bit ago. That's good for yoga. Um, an isometric contraction, a good example of this, um, yeah, I use all the time as a plank. I've talked about this a, a few times before, I'm sure. But um, I just can't uh, overstate. I just can't overstate the uh, the importance of um, having like a strong core and doing like a plank properly, because um, it's it's so beneficial and it's so like crucial to like you doing everything else in life. <laughs> If you can have like, if you have strong abs and you have a strong back, because that's what the core work, uh, that's what uh, planks work, then you automatically are going to be able to do anything else in life that much better because you have a, uh, an, uh, you have a, an awareness of how your core is engaged. Now you don't even necessarily need to like do crunches and sit-ups and stuff like that to like get that awareness. In fact, I would actually recommend doing an isometric contraction first. Uh, isometric contraction meaning like you know uh, a plank first before you start getting into crunches and full sit-ups and stuff because if you can hold your abs into one in one position and have that awareness of what your abs are doing and when they're just steady then when you're doing stuff like moving around like doing full sit-ups crunches or something even more advanced like uh you know going in a roman chair and doing knee ups or leg lifts then you can um y you know you actually um feel that your body is moving or you feel that you're uh, you're you get more benefit from your body moving uh if you've already got that awareness from the plank so also other isometric contractions would be like you know you can hold do a bicep curl hold or you can hold uh yourself up over a bar like a high like a pull or uh wall sits these are all good exercises that are like the safest exercises for you to do for the most part Anything that has you not moving through space is obviously going to be more uh, is going to be safer than something that has you moving through space. That's pretty much <laughs> pretty self-explanatory, right? You have, if you're moving, you have more of a chance of getting hurt than if you're not moving. So if you're just getting started, you know, into your workout routine, like isometric contractions are absolutely wonderful. And even in my workout routines, I would say I'm pretty much a, a fit pro now. <laughs> uh, I still uh, in, incorporate tons of planks because um, you just can't get enough of those and having that awareness of uh, even in, within your workouts, it's just a, a good idea to have an awareness of what your your uh, body is doing or especially what your core is doing. So um, yeah, that's your cadence. That's a pretty much the, the three types of exercises or th yeah, three types of exercises you can do. You have your hit, your high intensity, um, your high intent, your high intensity. Uh, what is it? Uh, what does hit stand for? High intensity interval training. Excuse me, Jesus, I forgot what hit stood for for a second. And you got your list training, your long in interval steady state training. You have isometric contractions, which are your holds, and then you have other types of cadences too. You have other type of exercises, but those don't really have to do with pace because you know if you have your negatives and stuff like that. You have a timed one where you're going like five seconds up, five seconds down. But um, no, actually that that would actually be kind of like in the in the realm of like negatives and whatnot. But uh, for the most part, if we're going general and we're talking about uh, your 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 cadences for your workouts, if you're if you're uh, advanced, you're gonna go high intensity. Uh, if you're um, 
not so advanced and you're just getting started, you want to go uh, low intensity, or you also want to do low intensity if you're in a on your uh, rest day in between high intensity or weight training. And uh, your isometric contractions are also good for your uh, beginners because uh, they give you that awareness so when you actually start moving through space, you can kind of uh, recognize the patterns of uh, your muscles firing. So that's what uh, we're going to... Hey, heck of an episode, huh? So yeah, um, and cadence, super, super important, you know? It's like... Uh, Otherwise, you're just kind of going there willy-nilly, just doing whatever, and then uh, not getting results, and you get frustrated, and you stop. So if you have an idea of like what your cadence should be, you know, uh, I obviously, I kind of laid it out for you. Like When you start off with your workout routines, uh, give you an idea of what your cadence should look like uh, with, your, with your exercises. But um, uh, in terms of like uh, your speed of your actual repetitions, it's really up to you. Just keep in mind, though, like you shouldn't be lifting super heavy weights fast. You shouldn't be lifting super lightweight slow. Well, I guess I shouldn't say that. But heavy weights fast, not so much of a good idea, especially if you're not going full, through a full range of motion. Uh, heavy weights are fa fast every once in a while if you're trying to do like explosive training. But your average person's probably not going to be trying to do like clean and presses and snatches and jerks. Unless you're doing CrossFit, but then that's a whole different animal. But you know, for, this most, for the most part, we're talking about general fitness and that's why we're at the general fitness company. So like for your average, if you're looking for just a general fitness routine, uh, fast weights, fast weights should be kind of like uh, very light weights, if any, if, if any weight at all. And uh, heavy weights should be kind of you know, obviously it should not be super slow, but I mean, I wouldn't be doing half reps on a, on a, on a uh, super heavy weight just to say that I did it, you know? So, um, and, uh, and even in that case, sometimes <laughs> I have to go back because even in that case, sometimes it has its benefits, but for the most part, yeah, not, not, not so beneficial. So, um, yeah, you know, uh, work out, be consistent, do the right workouts and, um, Hey, if you're in the gym, but just on a side note, if you're in the gym and you see somebody that's overweight, don't make fun of them because uh, their cadence may be a little bit different than yours. Maybe they're going in once every month or two months or whatnot, but um, uh, don't make fun of them. You know, they're, they're act obviously actively trying. You know, I'm pretty sure whatever you're down to, whatever your weaknesses are, they're probably not. Well, maybe they are. <laughs> maybe they're jerks. And if they are jerks and they're making fun of your weaknesses, then have at it. Make fun of those fatties. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, but for real though, um, I, I'm really serious about that though. I really think that it's uh, it, you, uh, people that are really actively trying to um, solve an issue or put a um, resolution to any of their issues in their in their life, rather than um, make fun of them. You should congratulate them. So that's what we got for today. Just keep the pace moving. Uh, stay consistent. Work out. And um, most importantly, share this episode with your friends, family, and foes. <laughs> yeah, buddy. So that is the completion of episode number 40. Appreciate you listening. And as always, keep good company.